Browns yesterday, defeating the Bengals 21-16 in a game that featured a lot of backups, including both backup quarterbacks. Browns' season ends at 8-9. and nine. Certainly disappointing for many of us Browns fans that had total optimism heading into this season with what transpired last year in the playoffs and that unbelievable game in Kansas City. I want to bring in right now a gentleman who I've talked to about movies, entertainment, the Akron Zips, the Browns, and more in the last 20-plus years. And that's my friend George Thomas from the Akron Beacon Journal with us this morning. Hey, George, before we get into the team and everything, certainly you and media, me as well, uh, it was wonderful to see the tribute to Doug Deacon yesterday. Don't you agree? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? Here's the thing about Doug. He didn't know me from anyone, and this is the way I've gathered over the years. He treats everybody, treats everybody like you're like they're an old friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was intimidating when I first started helping with the Browns to be sitting right in front of them. Didn't know how to strike up a conversation, and he made it easy. And his insight, his his knowledge, all of that has been a big help over the years. And him and John Jimmy's relationship on the air, I just think is just tremendous through the years. I'll certainly miss it going forward. Uh, so uh, it, it, it'll be when there's some sense of normalcy, it'll be uh, interesting not to see him out at Berea anymore. Although I'm sure he'll be around, just hanging around. It, it, I guess it's never out of your blood. But it, it'll be interesting not seeing him there on a daily basis. I agree. George Thomas with us with the Akron Beacon Journal. George, I'm sure like me, a whole lot of optimism heading into this season. Eight and nine, it's not some of those horrible Brown seasons of years gone by, but certainly we had big expectations. How do you circle up and round up this season of 21, George? Uh, You know what? In some ways it was familiar. In other ways it wasn't. It was familiar because... Northeast Ohio is used to the disappointment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's 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 the big travesty of all this. It was unfamiliar in that they were, with the exception of the New England game, they played well enough to win in every game. I mean, I think they they won, lost six games by by six points or less, something like that, through the course of the season. Flip those around. We're talking about the Browns in the playoffs right now and being one of the better teams. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I'm sure Northeast Ohio is, is disappointed. And to be honest, if, you're, you, if you cover sports, you want to cover winners. And the prospect of covering a, a playoff team has a lot of allure. I mean, some of the best times of my life were helping to cover the Cavaliers when they were in the playoffs. And especially that 2016 season. So um, we may not root for the team per se, but you root to cover championship runs. That's the best way to put it. George Thomas is with us from the Akron Beacon Journal. George, Baker Mayfield, the quarterback, last year was really terrific, especially the second half of the season. Game two, he gets injured and never really the same. And he played through it, really toughed it out. Uh, Going forward, you're not only a, a guy that covers the Browns, you watch the NFL and the game. Is he our best bet going forward at quarterback? And what do you see the Browns doing? 
the best bet for now. I, there aren't a lot of options. That's that's the best way to put it. I mean, the prospect of getting a a Deshaun Watson, a a Russell Wilson, or an Aaron Rodgers isn't great. I know that's a pie in the sky dream for Browns fans, and apparently there isn't a lot of talent in this year's upcoming draft. So you know, for better or worse this situation and we've been told you know in reports yesterday that it's been quote unquote worked out we'll see but going forward for now the best thing is for them to try to make this thing work now baker's got another year to to prove he can be the guy so we'll see how do you assess baker mayfield as our quarterback george you gotta like the toughness but see here's here's my problem every time anyone talks about Baker Mayfield, the first thing they mention is the toughness. Okay. What comes next? I mean, we're not seeing a lot. lot, We didn't see a lot of accuracy this year. And I'm going to give him the, the, the injury. But I go back to Kansas City, interception on a, on, on a potential game-winning drive. Just a few weeks ago, he did the same thing. I haven't seen... Best thing I can come up with this. Remember the knock on Le- LeBron early in his career about game-winning shots and they not them not being there? There we go. I mean, he's had opportunities to prove himself a leader and capable of doing what Derek Carr has done in his career, which is bring the team back for, for wins in, the, in final drives and he just hasn't done it. Not in my estimation. Well, I think that's a good analogy. And we're talking with George Thomas from the Akron Beacon Journal because Derek Carr has been run over time and time and time again with the Raiders. It took him a few years to get it. And, uh, you know, quite frankly, he's been pretty darn good this year for the Raiders and has them into the playoffs. What about the team and Coach Stefanski going forward? Is there going to be a lot of drama, George? Do you foresee in the offseason or not? Uh, I think you. I think the quarterback situation needs to be watched. Uh, if you're you're crazy, at, given what happened the last couple weeks, if you're not watching it. That being said, you know, I when you talk to players, and mind you, it's it's been different this year, and you listen to them, you see the sincerity in which they talk about Kevin Stefanski. You 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 get that. So. I don't think in any other aspect there's going to be drama associated with any other area of this team. But I think we still have to watch the quarterback situation. That's just a logical thing. As Nate put it on our podcast last night, it's the number one position. And look look at what's, what's happened. You have to watch it. There's no doubt. I mean, we have one of the top five O-lines in football. I think going into the offseason, you can jump in here, George, and agree with me or not. I think we have to add some team speed, especially in the offensive side of the football, to stretch out the opposing defenses. Well, I think offensively a priority should be wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, they tried that with Anthony Schwartz. I don't know if he's going to come on with his in a second season or not. He's had some pivotal drops, including one yesterday. Um, 
So, yeah, I think they, they had team speed in the form of a wide receiver, without a doubt. Uh, they let Beckham go, so they need a legitimate threat there. Um, beyond that, I, I'd like to see them add a linebacker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, Jacob Phillips looks like... Jacob Phillips looked darn good yesterday. Now, the point is, that was yesterday. You know what I mean? You don't judge anything by one game. Um, beyond that, there were a lot of guys who, who showed something having to step up in this weird second COVID season. MJ Stewart, for instance, in the defensive backfield, um, put, put a hurt on a couple guys and has shown some versatility and speed. So I, I'd look to a wide receiver and linebacker before I looked at anything else in that area. 